What if you could create more kindness in the world just by being you? Everyone has the potential to create and receive more kindness. What if kindness is more than being nice and compassionate to others? Have you ever considered what having more kindness for you could create in your life? Get ready to learn how the energy of kindness is integral to reducing stress in your life and how it can assist in healing your body. Now, here is the host of Cultivating Kindness with Karen, facilitator of healing, Karen Leslie. Well, hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me today on Cultivating Kindness with Karen Leslie. That's me, yours truly. And I'm thrilled that we can spend some time together today, this Wednesday afternoon for me, depending on where you are in the world. I don't know what time it will be, but I'm so grateful that you're here on the Inspired Choices Network and you're joining me today. Now, if you have the option, please come to the Inspired Choices Network website and click on the chat room and join me live. Ask me questions, send in some comments. I would love to share this with you today. I have so much information that's bubbling around inside me. And today I really would like to talk about you, you and 2023 and how you are going to look at prioritizing you this year. Often people look at the new year and they, they, they set well, some people will use the word resolution, some people will have goals or targets, but when I've spoken to people about them, quite often, they're not truly about themselves. Like, okay, you may choose that you want to be losing some weight, and you may think that that is just for you, but is it? So many people set an intention for the next coming year. And it really is about how they're showing up for others. I've done it for a long time. Now, I personally don't like the word resolutions. I, I don't think I even set more than maybe an intention. I really don't use the words that a lot of people do when it comes to things like this. So I would like to kind of shift things around a little bit with you today. I'm going to share with you some of my ideas about what it means to prioritize yourself. I'll share with you some of the things that I am prioritizing in my life in this upcoming year. And I'm going to hopefully leave you with a few challenges that, you know, how can you look at you from a different perspective and what can that create for you? in the year 2023. Wow, you know what? I keep wanting to say 2032. That's really strange. So I'm planning on being here for a while. So maybe in 10 years, we'll figure out what it is. Or not, or yeah, um, nine years, I guess it is, what it is that I'm tapping into right now. That's really strange. So anyways. When I started thinking about today, I this was a couple of weeks ago, I was reading something in an astrology report um, or newsletter that I get at the beginning of every month. And it talked about January and all the energies that are in January and how we, you know, we get that get up and go and I'm going to change things around. And this is going to be the year that I 
You just kind of fill in the blank, whatever that might be. From an astrological perspective, and I am nowhere near being qualified to talk about astrology, so I'm going to be sharing with you the information I read. And that is that the first part of January is actually a time to be quiet. It's a time to slow down and to be within yourself and looking within yourself. And then as of January 21st, then all the planetary energies shift. And at that time, it's like, okay, pull on your boots, let's get going, and you hit the ground running. So right now we're in a quiet time. So if you have set intentions for what you would like to be doing this month, and you're finding that it's a little bit hard to actually get them done and to um, fulfill what it is that you would like to be doing, well, now you know why. There's a very simple explanation for this. You're not supposed to. We're supposed to sit back, look at where we've been, look at who we are right now. And then from that space of reflection, look at what we might like to bring forward. Now, there is something, though, that we need to remember when we're doing this, and that is if something didn't go really well last year, and oh my gosh, 2022 was a very chaotic year in many, many different perspectives for people around the world. So chances are good that each one of us has something that was like, hmm, so-so, not great. So what I want you to be aware of is do not bring that energy forward into who you choose to be now. It's best not to bring old energies and old attachments into your upcoming year. And I'm sure that makes sense. However, I don't think we always think about it, right? We, it's Again, we've been taught beginning of January, let's start something new. And then when we go back and we reflect, we're often find ourselves getting attached to what we were reflecting on. And if we're not attached, maybe we're feeling, I don't know, sad or angry or some other emotion because it didn't really go how we had hoped it would go. Remember, that's okay. That was who you were then. Let's not bring the energies forward into 2023. And really, it serves you in no way that is positive to continue to bring that forward. That's who you were then. That's the choice you made in that moment. And that's fine. And whatever the outcome of that choice was, it was perfect for you in that moment because it brought something forward to you. Now you're here today. We're January 11th, 2023. And who you are in this moment, the choices you make as of now, will set you up for what will happen in the next 10 seconds, the next 10 days, or the next 10 months. So let's leave the past behind us. Let's let go of that conditioning of how we're supposed to start this month and allow ourselves to be present with who we are and who we would like to be. Sound okay? When I first heard this news, I was so happy about that. And I've got written in the chat, like, oh, 
That's good to know and love that. This is really comforting for me. And it was for me as well, right? Cycles of change happen all the time. And as we're sort of taught, most of us like to hold on to where we're at from a couple of perspectives. We want to hold on to it because it feels really good and we're excited about it. And it just energizes us. Or perhaps you're holding on to it from the perspective of, I need to fix this. This isn't okay. Why? 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 And if you've been following me for a while, you know that why is one of my least favorite questions to ask. Every time we ask why, it can take us down a rabbit hole that we may not get out of. So let's let that go. Let's understand that who we are in this moment is our best opportunity for looking at who we would like to be. When I work with people, one of the gifts I have is sitting with them, you know, either like this virtually or sitting with them in person and providing that space where people can come out of worrying about anything they're thinking or saying. Come out of that space of worrying about judgment and just feel like they can be themselves. I love human design and in my human design chart. And if you don't know about it, I mean, I can guide you to finding out more later. But in human design, one of the attributes of me for my body is that my body sets an energy that helps other bodies prepare to receive and prepare to heal. So just by being with me and connecting with me, you change your frequency. How cool is that? So it explained to me why I would have clients that would come into my office when I was in a clinic and they'd come in, they'd just take a breath and they go, oh, okay, I think I can go home now. I just feel so much better. Well, that was my body doing all the work. So connecting to our body. Yeah, it is very cool, isn't it? <laughs> connecting to our bodies is really important in helping us know what it is we would like to be doing. So I help clients do that. And then once their bodies kind of relax because they're in the frequency of mine, then we can look at what their thought process is creating and how powerful that is. Now I'm, I'm explaining this at the moment to remind you as to how powerful your thoughts are in what it is you want to be doing for next year or this year. One of the things that I've done over the past is that I've chosen a word. And that word is kind of um, hmm, a theme, I guess would be a good way to put it, a theme for the year. And my word for this year is simplicity. Now, that doesn't sound like much of an action word. It doesn't sound like a word that will create very much. It can almost sound like a word that's just too comfortable. And maybe I'm just going to sit back and let this year pass by and do whatever it wants to do. No, not at all. For me, for my personal definition of simplicity, it is bringing things to a point where I 
can work with them with ease. What new creations would I like? And how can I work with them with ease? What's going on in my body? How can I see with simplicity what it is that my body requires? Now, some of you may know that I've been quite sick a while ago. I'm still healing. And so obviously my body still requires things. And for me to have this approach, this way of looking at things and say, okay, how can I simply look at this? What is it that I need to see that will be simple steps for me to execute? These are really key for me. So think about what words you might like to um, have for yourself for this year, if that's something that sounds intriguing or interesting to you. My word last year was authenticity, because my goal then was to look more closely at Karen and to look more closely at my relationships with my family, with my community, with my clients, with all the people that I'm here to be of service to and to help. How do I want that to look in my presentation? Am I being authentic? so that I can be the best person I can be for the person I'm with in that moment. It worked really well. Now I did end up with burnout <laughs> and some health complications that we're working with, but none of that had to do with me being authentic. Where that came from was when I chose to not be authentic and to ignore. So my plan for this year, not to ignore my word, not to ignore looking at things from that simplicity perspective so that everything I choose to do this year and everything I choose to create can come forward to you and to myself and to my family in a way that's easy for all of us to receive. Right. So think about that. Think about what your word might be. We're going to go now for a break. We've got a couple of commercials for you to listen to. So thank you for being with me at Cultivating Kindness with Karen on the Inspired Choices Network. And we will be right back. We all have different experiences with and definitions of kindness. These experiences and beliefs about kindness have influenced who we are today and how we see the world. The universe is always listening. So what are you telling the universe today? Tune in to Cultivating Kindness with Karen each week as Karen guides you to understanding how each choice you are making is either keeping you stuck or opening up the energy of empowerment for you. Listen to Cultivating Kindness with Karen Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Mountain Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. 
Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Cultivating Kindness with Karen. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to karen at karenlesley.ca. Now, back to the program. Well, hello. Thank you for coming back after our short break. And did you think about what you would maybe have as a word for your year of 2023? If you did and you're here with us, you know, type it in the chat. Let me know. And uh, if you just want to keep it to yourself, that's totally fine. You know, actually, sometimes it's best not to share everything that you're choosing to do or how you're wishing to look at things with others. Ah, I got in the chat. Someone's word is trust. Mm, I love that. Trusting you or trusting others? Trusting the universe? Trusting creator? Right? There's a lot of ways for it to be in myself, in the universe. Oh, that's beautiful. Yes. And trust is a great word. It's often when our trust is broken, it's a tough one to rebuild. And whether we're aware of it or not, we break our trust in ourselves so many times in a day if we aren't being mindful as to what's going on. And this actually, I'm really, really loving this word. This actually fits into what I want to talk with you and share with you about with how we're going to look at putting ourselves as a priority for the next 11 and a half months. Hopefully, from this point on, we have all of us, myself included, oh my goodness, we have so many opportunities to look back on areas where things didn't go the way we would want them to go in every area and facet of our lives and businesses. Whether you have your own business or you work for someone else, it doesn't matter. We say we'll do something. It may not turn out as well as we would want. We may be late. We may not do it at all. We promise ourselves we're going to lose 10 pounds. We lose two or we don't lose any. We put on five, whatever it might be, however you want to look at it. But every time we say something and we don't follow through on it, our mind and our body Puts it in the file of, oh, didn't do that. And just adds it to the list of things that we didn't do. This continually erodes our ability to trust ourselves. It continually makes us question ourselves. When we get into that loop, it can be hard to get out of. It's really important then to set ourselves with small increments of something. You know, like one of the comments here is, you know, for me, it's all about letting go and stopping trying to control everything. So set a small goal, something that you are quasi comfortable with not controlling. Let that happen and then see the result. Something manageable, not something huge. And then that something manageable. When you achieve not being in control of it, 
you don't go into that long list of file saying, oh, nope, there's something else added in that we didn't do. You start a new page. And on that page, it's the ones with the check marks, not the red X's that's saying, yeah, did that. And look, I'm still here and life is still okay. I wonder what I can choose next. Me, simplicity. This box <laughs> that I'm sitting in and you're sitting in right now. It's been a huge challenge for me for years and years. So simplicity applies to this for me. How can I work with the technology in a way that works for me, that I don't get stressed out about? Who do I need to talk to? What do I need to learn? Who can teach me? Right? Simplicity. Right. So look inside you. Take a moment even right now, if you like. Look inside and see where there's something that you might like to change this year. It can be small. I would actually encourage you to start with a small step. And then you can go into a larger one. I mean, if you set a goal or a target and you achieve it, awesome. Set another. Don't stop. Go for something else. Right? But go within. Right? It's really important. If you want more, then you have to be true to yourself. If you want to change something, then you have to be true to yourself. In the first segment, we talked about, you know, we're at where we are in this moment because of choices we have made in the past. So if you would like more, something different, I really don't want to use the word better or, you know, just because of the, um, the judgments and the energy attached to those words. But if you would like to change something so that it's more in align with what you would like, then you need to ask more of yourself. You need to be a priority in that sequence of events to achieve what you would like. Now, this can be hard. This can be scary. You know, how many of you out there actually don't prioritize yourself or what you do? You're not even on the page. When you think about what you need to do in the mornings, and you're setting up your day for yourself through your own thoughts, or maybe you have a calendar on your phone, computer, or I use the old-fashioned written out one as well. When you're looking at that, where in that day is there time for just you? Where in that day is there some activity, some action you can take that will move you closer to what you want to achieve. We all know that famous saying, right? Doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting a different result, right? The definition of insanity. Okay, we're not all insane, but we're all guilty of doing the same thing over and over again and hoping, praying, wishing, that something different will turn out. So that really isn't helpful to do that way. Something needs to shift. 
And from my perspective, what I want to communicate to you today is you need to shift how you look at you. I have been looking at this for me quite in-depthly. Is that a word? Sure, it is now. I have been really paying attention to what I'm choosing. I looked at what I was cho- I had chosen for last year and where it got me to. And it, well, I made the choice last year to create Cultivating Kindness with Karen. That was a brilliant choice. And it was one I had been afraid to make for years, as I had been mentioning in previous episodes. And here I am. And what enabled me to get over my fears was putting myself as a priority. Hey, girl, you want to do this. Why are you not doing this? Oh, ABC, fear of judgment, fear of failure, fear of what people will say, and et cetera, et cetera. Well, why is that important? And I know that was a why. So what's behind me thinking that I need to be worried about what someone else says? When it's something I really want to do, what got me so hung up on what you might say or what my family might say or or my clients? Maybe they don't want me out there sharing everything with the world. Maybe I'm supposed to be just, you know, their best kept secret. Uh, No, doesn't work for me. We need to be a priority for ourselves. So when I. Mm, Let me think about this. It was probably when I was between 58 and 60, coming up on my 60th birthday, that I really knew that I was no longer suicidal. And I had been, my earliest memory was when I was 16. Um, However, I arrived and at three months of age, I almost died. So some people would say that that was my first thought that I didn't want to be here. It doesn't matter. To be honest, it's semantics. I know that I was having numerous, way too many suicidal thoughts. So somewhere in those two years with the techniques and what I was working on and how I was changing things, I came out of that way of thinking. Was it easy? Sometimes. Was it easy all the time? Oh, gosh, no, not at all. But I was able to make those small targets of something I wanted to achieve, how a thought I wanted to change, something I wanted to do differently. And I kept them small so that I could have that green check mark that, yeah, I did that because my life was filled with red X's as far as I was concerned. So somewhere in that time frame, I stepped into the strength of knowing that I'm supposed to be here and I'm choosing to be here. I threw myself an amazing, so fun 60th birthday party. My son, um, one of my sons is a professional musician. I hired his band. Yep, we paid them. (laughs) They came and they played. I invited friends. I even left it open just for the community because I rented a public space. And it was phenomenal. And life was great. And my family was so happy. And my friends that this is the choice I knew was firmly ingrained in who I am. Then things actually got really difficult for a period of time. Things got really hard over the last 
I would say 18 months or so. My happiness with knowing I was staying was dwindling. My comfort level with really not doing much or achieving too, too much was really becoming apparent that this wasn't a good thing. I was, um, I was coasting. And I had stopped looking for meaning because I just thought that choosing to stay was enough. I had, you know, pretty well beaten my depression. I really didn't have an anxiety disorder anymore. My OCD was very low. I mean, I can lock my door now <laughs> and walk away and not check it. I can move things in my house and not get stressed out that they're not where they need to be. Like, fabulous changes. Like, I had done a great job. But it was past tense. I had done a great job. That was no longer enough. So now it's like, what? And I realized, especially with looking at that word authenticity last year, that I still wasn't being authentic in a way that I would like to be with myself and you and everyone that I'm in contact with. My authenticity was that, yes, I am not who I was before. My authenticity was, yes, I am here to stay, but I never looked forward. And then I became discombobulated is the only word that's coming in. I, I didn't know what to do with Karen. And then I realized, did I have the strength to actually be the person I was getting to know? Could I actually dare to be Karen? We'll look at that, the changes I made, and what it's done for me now, and how it fits into choosing you as your priority for 2023 when we come back from our break. So hang in there, stay with me. And I've got lots more to share with you on cultivating kindness with Karen on the Inspired Choices Network. We all have different experiences with and definitions of kindness. These experiences and beliefs about kindness have influenced who we are today and how we see the world. The universe is always listening. So what are you telling the universe today? Tune in to Cultivating Kindness with Karen each week as Karen guides you to understanding how each choice you are making is either keeping you stuck or opening up the energy of empowerment for you. Listen to Cultivating Kindness with Karen Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Mountain Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. 
We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is Cultivating Kindness with Karen. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to Karen at KarenLeslie.ca. Now, back to the program. Well, hello. Thank you for coming back. Thank you for being with me on this afternoon. And Cultivating Kindness with Karen is all about how we can have more kindness in our lives and how we can have more kindness for ourselves. And bringing that kindness in for me, recognizing that it was a good thing to be kind for me, recognizing that when I'm kind to myself, that that just radiates out to every person around me, right? Everything's energy. For those of you who don't know, I've been an energy practitioner for over 25 years. I am so into frequencies and shifting energy and transformation and recognizing that energy is always moving and it must move. It has to move. So with that, there's this knowing that came through when I started to work more with frequencies and the kindness, the frequency of kindness in particular, how important it was and how good it felt. Oh my gosh, how good that frequency is when your body receives it. So this led to this podcast, to this radio show, to this TV show that we're doing right now. And in kindness to me, I am now looking at who am I going to choose to be? I'm choosing to be Karen. I am choosing to be Karen Leslie with all of her brilliance, with all of her her beauty and humor and quirkiness and brain that works really uniquely. And Karen Leslie, that gets unsure about new things, that makes mistakes, that says stuff that later she goes, "Mm, might not have been such a good idea, you know, that neglects things. Ooh, if I turned this camera around and you saw my office at the moment, mm, wouldn't be a pretty sight. It's on my list of things to change. But I'm choosing to be me in full show up mode. Is it scary? Yeah, absolutely at times. I am daring to be me in a way I have never been before. Now, I'm not saying you need to take a step like this, but I am asking, what aspect of you would you maybe like to see more of? If you listened to last week's show, I talked a lot about hidden riches and the hidden riches that are inside of us. And one of the questions I asked, and this may not be the exact wording, but it was something like, what is so brilliant about you or within you that you feel you need to keep it hidden? 
when that came through, because that wasn't something I was thinking about before the show, it made me pause. Like, I actually wanted just to sit there and go, huh, I really want to think about this. But, you know, not the right time. I'm live with you guys. But I did go back to it. I have a lot that I've had hidden. And I'm in the process right now of creating a brand new business, starting from scratch. I don't even know where my footing is quite yet. I am creating that strength within Karen to show up for you, to show up for me in a way that I have never done before. And to be honest, I don't know what that's going to look like right now because I'm figuring it out as I go. And I know that I can figure this out. I know I have the tools and the ability to do what it is I am excited about doing. And the chat, yeah, how exciting. It is exciting. And why do I know I can do this? Everything I do with my clients, I choose to do with my clients because I have done it with myself. I will never do anything with my clients, never suggest they do something, never do work with any energy work or mindset or helping to reframe how you're thinking about things unless I've done it as well. I will only choose what works from my perspective to help you. So you can trust that what I'm doing, I've done before. You can trust that you're not a guinea pig for me to figure something out on. So if that intrigues you and you'd like to know more, all right, I would love to hear from you. You can send me an email, you know, karen at karenlesley.ca. Uh, you can go to my website, which is karenlesley.ca. Right? You can come on to the shows and ask questions on Wednesday afternoons. But let's connect. If there's something you'd like to change, and it doesn't need to be as dramatic, if I can use that word, or uh, full of as much trauma as being suicidal. It can be something simple like, I tr have trouble going to the grocery store, and I know I need to go because my family needs food. But I get really anxious about that. I get it. I was clinically diagnosed with anxiety disorders. I can help. Right? So I know that I can dare to be Karen. I know that I can bring her forward. And I'm stating it publicly to you that this is what I'm choosing to do. And will I weeble, wobble, fobble? Yeah, for sure. Will it bother me? Possibly, but not for long. Because when I go into um, anger, um, sadness, resenting something or whatever, I bookend it. And I say, okay, this is here for a reason. This is showing me something. That's cool. And I have a series of questions and a series of processes that I will do so that I can understand it. When I have that awareness, I can change it. You see, the, the key is to be aware of your thoughts. The key is to be aware that you're not on that page. 
or that you're on the bottom. Can you move up a couple of lines? I'm not asking you to jump to be on the top line of the page. I want you on that page. The importance of you prioritizing what you require. I can't stress it enough. If we don't have our own backs and we're constantly just there for others, we're constantly just serving others, we're going to burn out. Our health is going to take its toll. We are going to become resentful at some point or angry. We become numb. There's so much that can happen, and I don't wish any of that to happen to you. I've been there with all of this, and it's not fun. You know, there's that um, probably overused reference. You've got to put your oxygen mask on first before you help someone put theirs on. And it's true. What good am I going to be to any of you if I deplete all of my resources by turning them all over to you? I can only do that for so long. You can only do what you're doing for so long before there's some form of consequence with it. Our bodies are so amazing. They're brilliant, even when they create illness, because that's giving us messages. But they are so brilliant at adapting, right? Energy, that's what they are. Every cell, every atom is energy. Energy's constantly moving and transforming and changing. So is it changing in a way that's really supporting us or is it changing in a way that it very slowly, very, very slowly, that it becomes a detriment to us and it starts to drain us and it starts to affect how we can show up. We can't make energy stand still. Scientifically proven, cannot happen. So let's work with what we know. Let's work with those changes that are always there and help to support them and direct them in a way that's beneficial for us. I'm brilliant at this with helping people. And I'm now brilliant at this with helping myself. Part of not wanting to be here means you don't regard yourself at all. You don't like yourself. For me anyways, I didn't like myself, certainly didn't love myself, didn't see my value or worth. Was I a good mom for the most part? But I felt for a lot of it, no, I wasn't. I was actually causing more harm than good and I have explained that before. That was all just programming that I allowed in my head. That was how I chose to look at things. And the more I chose to look at it like that, the more my mind gave me reinforcement to that. So it was a self-fulfilling prophecy, so to speak. The more I thought that I really was of no good and no value and had nothing to offer, the more I believed it, the more the cells in my body bought into it, the more that that chemical response that happens with every single thought we have, what happened? My body loved that chemical response. It was familiar. It liked it. Our bodies really like things to stay the same. Our mind loves things to stay the same. 
from its perspective, that's keeping us safe. Hmm. You know what? It wasn't safe for me because I almost took my life. That wasn't being safe. That was following programming that I had bought into. And because you feel something, your cells respond, your body reacts. We believe it to be a real and true message that's ours. And so we accept it. I've stopped accepting all those things. That's not who I was meant to be. I was not meant to be somebody who didn't feel she had of any value. God didn't put me on this planet to disappear. I know I'm here to help people. I know I'm brilliant at helping people, but I first had to be brilliant at helping myself. And I do, and I will, and I will always have to because I'm always changing. So we're gonna go now to our uh, third break. Thank you for being with me and thank you for hearing. I hope it is my desire that you are hearing that you are important, that you need to be a priority for you, not just for others. So continue to think about that. Join us after the break. You're here with myself, Karen Leslie, on Cultivating Kindness with Karen on the Inspired Choices Network. We'll be right back. We all have different experiences with and definitions of kindness. These experiences and beliefs about kindness have influenced who we are today and how we see the world. The universe is always listening. So what are you telling the universe today? Tune in to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Each week as Karen guides you to understanding how each choice you are making is either keeping you stuck or opening up the energy of empowerment for you. Listen to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Mountain Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Cultivating Kindness with Karen. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to Karen at KarenLeslie.ca. Now, back to the program. Thank you for being here. Welcome back to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. I feel like I got a little heavy in that last segment. So if it was a bit much for you, you know, I, would, I almost felt like I wanted to say I'm sorry. But I'm not. I'm not sorry. If it was too heavy for you, or if it created some form of reaction or response to what I was sharing about myself, or what I desire for you, and I would love you to look at that. When we react to something or we respond to something or something triggers us, it's always, always for a reason. One of the reasons can be that it went against a belief system that you hold. It made your mind go, wait, we don't believe that. So we're going to, you know, disregard it. We're going to push her away, whatever it might be for you. But when we have these triggers and these reactions, there's a message. What is underneath that, that up to that moment, you have not wished to look at? 
Or you may have said, I will not look at that. And your mind was like, yeah, we got it. We ain't going there. That command to your mind saying, we are not doing this again. Don't you let that happen again. May not still be valid. It probably worked for you really well in the moment you said it. And you had really good reasons in your thinking as to why that was necessary. But if that was 10 years ago, 25 years ago, and we know you're not the same person, is that still a good choice? In my church that I was attending many years ago, oh, I don't know what it would be, somewhere in the 20-year mark, no, 25-year mark, probably. Um, that was one of my times when I said, never again. I took a chance, sort of became more in a leadership role within um, a group that I was part of um, and made a couple of choices, said a couple of things that didn't go over well with some of the more senior members, if you would, of, of the church. And it was really hurtful. Um, I felt that I wasn't treated very well, that these other people were given preference. And that's cool. That was just my way of thinking about it back then. I don't feel like that now. But in those moments, I said, I will not be a leader again. I will not sit in that number one spot. I will not be the person responsible for making decisions for anything like this. It's happy to be number two, number three, number 12. I don't care. I'm happy to help. I'm happy to support. I'm happy to contribute and serve in a different way. But I will not be a leader. Because too many times it came back at me and I was hurt. I suffered some form of consequence with it. Obviously, I've changed my mind because here I am. And one of the reasons I'm here with cultivating kindness with Karen is to be in a leadership role, is to use my voice that I know is one of my tools for how I help people. Yes, I have all the energy work, but when you sit with me and I have this question that's come to, to me through spirit and I ask that to you using my voice, so many people go, wow, why did you ask me that? Where did that come from? Because intuitively, I was able to pinpoint something. So using my voice is key for the work I'm here to do. I'm using my voice in this moment saying, please take some time over the next week. Sit quietly. Allow yourself to go within without any expectations, without any judgments, and just see what's there for you. If a reason why you don't think you can put yourself on your page as a priority anywhere on your page comes up, look at that, because there's good information. Anytime you go and like you've got a yeah, but, that's your cue to say, oh, what is underneath that? Where did that come from? 
If you would like assistance, reach out. Book an appointment with me. You can book through my website. You can book directly to me. And you can also book through my emails. If you're on my email list, there's a button there. You can click that button and book an appointment. And let's talk about this. I offer a 30-minute free call. So you can decide if you'd like to work with me and you can check sort of the energy of working with me and talking to me. Allow yourself to be aware of where you are and what you would like to achieve for 2023. Give yourself permission to look at you and why you are choosing not to be on that list of priorities or things that you would like to work with. Now, if you are on the list, yes, awesome. But if you don't know what to do with that, if you just know that you need to be more of a priority, reach out. We can figure that out together. Again, the ability I have to go underneath and in behind your conscious thoughts to help you see the unconscious ones can be really remarkable. So my wish is that you will spend some time this coming week with you, however that works for you, walking, meditating, praying, in a lovely salts bath with a candle lit. It doesn't matter. What would feel good to you for you to get closer in knowing what you would like to achieve in 2023. All right, so we're going to wrap it up now. I really hope that you will be joining us next week as we talk about why do I keep thinking the same thoughts? So we kind of had some clues a little bit today, but there's so much more to go into and so much more that I can share as to why we do keep thinking the same thoughts and the difficulty that it can be in changing them. So thank you so much for being here with me on Cultivating Kindness with Karen on the Inspired Choices Network. And I'm sending off to all of you now waves of kindness. Please be open to receiving them. And I'm hoping and asking that you will all join me again next week on the Inspired Choices Network. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for listening to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Karen Leslie returns Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can find Karen at KarenLeslie.ca and follow her on social media. Until next Wednesday, Karen is sending you waves of kindness for a fabulous week. Remember, it's only you who has the power to be and receive the kindness required to change your life.